Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are a new friend, welcome. So nice to connect with you. I can't wait for you to listen in and grab some gold from this episode. If you have been around for a while, thank you for tuning in once again. Hello, I am so happy that you are here. Uh, So, this week's episode is all about... I'm bringing you five different topics, five different things that really help me to feel good. <laughs> I was thinking of what I would call this. I just had these these components come together to share about in this episode. And it's really like the things that have helped me stay clear and on track and feeling really, really good in my life and in my business. So buckle up, maybe get out a journal and take some notes And also, if you love this episode, please feel free to share it on your Instagram story. You can take a screenshot and tag me. And I love, love, love reposting those and connecting with you all. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you can also send me a message. (laughs) You can also send a message if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, but I would love to hear from you in my DMs on Instagram. My Instagram is melissa.moffitt. It's linked down below if you do not follow me yet. And so here we go. Let's dive in. The first one, and this is something that I shared the other day a little bit on my Instagram story uh, about doing this and about my, well, I didn't really share so much about the process, but I just shared that this has been a key component of my life for the past, I don't know, maybe four or five years and has really been a key factor in what has given me clarity, what has given me creativity, what has given me passion in being able to create the kind of lifestyle I have now where I have, you know, a successful business with a team that's helping me run it and I have plenty of time for rest and practice and I'm getting married next year and so I've had a lot of blessings come into my life in the last couple years and this first component is huge in doing that and that is really me connecting daily to a vision for my life a vision for what I'm creating so I started doing this when I well really before I started my business okay so I was in grad school and I had I had known for a couple years really that I wasn't going to continue down the path of being an engineer, that that just wasn't for me, but I didn't really know where I was going or what to do. I, this is one thing that can happen to a lot of people is that 
you start off and you know where you are isn't right right? But so many things are kind of off that it feels so overwhelming to be like, okay, well, what do I truly want? How do I want to live? And we're really not taught that we can, we have so much internal power to create the kind of life that we want to live that feels good, where we're making money in a way that feels good and fulfilling, where we can have the kind of partnership that we've always dreamed of, right? And it does take a lot of internal work, and we're going to talk about that, and, you know, external action. But it's true. We have so much more power than we think, and so often people can feel overwhelmed. But when you start just playing with vision, when you start just allowing yourself to Think of different possibilities. Think of different outcomes. Play with, well, what if I did this? What if I tried out this? And almost like you're dreaming, like we were children, you know? We used to dream about all the different possibilities of life, and then we grew up and we kind of stopped. We were trained to stop, right? But I take time every single day, right? Like I said, I started when I was first transitioning out of being an engineer, I started playing with, okay, well, what if, what would it look like if I quit my job in five years? What would it look like if I wrote an ebook? What would it look like if I grew my social media following? What would it look like if, you know, just playing with all these different things? And it just really opened up possibilities to me. And I started seeing that there were options. That's another thing that can happen to people is that we don't see how many options we have. So it really opened me up at first and I started meeting people who were doing different things with their lives and listening to podcasts. Welcome (laughs) to this podcast where people were doing things that I, you know, saw myself wanting to do, right? And one thing I want to say about creating a vision is this isn't manifestation in the way where it's like we are stagnantly, stagnantly and like Um, very structurally and very attached (laughs) to the outcomes. We're not trying to force a reality. We're just trying to be open to different ideas. And for me now, what this has developed into, right, when I was first doing this, it was a way to just believe in different possibilities. And now what it feels like is more of a connection to, I just see so clearly how I can create whatever right that it's it's more of a connection to my creative drive that is unfolding in every single moment and laying out the little pieces that are compounding to create in my life so it's not like we're putting our joy out in the future it's more just like hmm I'm going to play with all these different ideas. And that's what it still feels like is just play, dream time. And especially if you're someone who is a creative, it really helps too because it puts you more in the director seat, in the visionary seat, in the CEO seat, right? And then if you're someone who dreams of growing your business where you have a team, like right now I have an assistant who works for me almost full time. I have a uh, online CFO who does my accounting and my bookkeeping each month, and we just expanded the team into a graphic designer, a 
Well, I've worked with graphic designers too, but these are people who are on retainer for me every single month. So a graphic graphic designer, social media manager, someone who's doing the operations for all of my business, looking at helping me look at the vision, a tech person who does like automations and things like that, and a copywriter. So I have all of these people on retainer as well as some of them who are, you know, really established in my business. And that is so that I can be even more in the visionary seat because I'm seeing more and more clearly all of the big things I want to do, right? Like I have a vision for the next year of my business, really, or couple years that I know that if I have people working for me, it can speed up the process and I can hold more people in my containers. I can also work on writing my book. I can be in that creative visionary seat, which feels really beautiful. So I know that a lot of people, when I shared this on my story and I had people reach out to me about their process with visioning, I had people say, well, I work on the vision for each quarter. I work on the vision for each you know, month or something like that. And this is different. Okay. So this is, I have two processes. One is where I'm tangibly writing down. Here is the flow for how things are going to run in my business, right? So first I'm going to do this course and then I'm going to do this masterclass and that's going to lead into this. And then, you know, I'll be running this mastermind behind the scenes and I'll also be working my one-on-ones. That's like the, And here are all the action steps, the to-dos in order to create that, right? And that's something I work with, you know, hand off to my team and all that kind of stuff. But this is not that. This visioning process is not that. It's more of where I sit down and create a really beautiful atmosphere. So I've been doing it the past couple weeks. We've been in upstate New York for two months. We're about to move on, but we've been here for two months. And so it's beautiful fall weather. So I sit down at a desk that's looking out the window and it's cozy. And I do this before I get into anything else in my work, right? So it's setting the tone for my day. Well, I do my morning practices first. So I'm a Buddhist, right? So I'm doing my Buddhist practices and my meditations and I do breath work and all the things and eat breakfast and, you know, shower or whatever it is I need to do for the day in my personal morning practice. And then this is a business practice, right? I do this for business. And then I also include life aspects in here, but it's mainly the vision for my business and my work in the world before I get started on my tasks for the day. And so I sit down with a cozy cup of cacao and I'm looking out the window and I have my journal in front of me and I just play with different ideas and play with different, uh, different, pieces that I could see coming into my life. And I write it from the point of view, like it's already happened. So that I've written my books and that, you know, I have hundreds of people coming into my courses every single time I launch them and that everything. And I also write about the feelings that it's so easy. It's so fun. It's just freeing. And I love seeing the results that my clients get. And it's just really setting the tone for the rest of my day. So from there, it really helps me feel creative, inspired, and juiced up and and clarity. You know what I mean? And then from there, I have my to-do list and I have the tasks and things like that. But this is kind of setting the container. It's setting the context for what I am creating. Okay, next topic. This is going to be such a good episode. All right. The next one is something that I've talked about a lot and you're not going to be surprised when you hear it. 
but it is so important to me and I've seen more and more and more how dedicating to this has just been massive in how I can show up in my life, in how I can be in partnership, in who I can be in my business. And that has really been dedicating to my healing. Oh man, it has been a journey, you all. So I started my healing process when I was like 15 or 16. And some of you might know this story, some of you might not. I'm not going to go into all of it. I actually went into, I did a masterclass recently that was a nervous system masterclass called Capacity, which I'll actually link down below for you all if you want to catch the replay of it. But I told the full story of, I told my story more fully than I ever have before and why healing is so important to me based on what I have experienced in my life. And so basically by the time I was 15 or 16, I was so hurt and kind of messed up that I I didn't have any friends. It was really hard for me. Well, I had friends, but I had like blocked them all out of my life. I didn't want to be alive. Like I was having suicidal thoughts. I was having migraines and having to leave school and panic attacks all the time. And I got to a place where I was like, okay, I basically blurted it out to my brother and he told my parents and they started getting me help. So at first it was not very intentional. It was more like out of necessity. So I really started out on more of a traditional healing journey. (laughs) And then as I grew up and I went to college and I was in, you know, a very rural area in the southern United States, which if you're not from the United States, you maybe don't know or maybe you do know that there's not really access to a lot of alternatives. Like it's not like California where there's like yoga studios and meditation and like herbalists and things like that. So I started just really on my own researching more holistic ways to heal. And I got into meditation when I was 18 and have had a daily practice since then. And then I did some, a little therapy, but I couldn't really afford it. Or at least I didn't think I could. Looking back now, I probably could have prioritized it and made it work, but I felt like I couldn't afford it. And I, so I was really just kind of on my own for a while. And in the last year I was really asked to go deeper with my healing so I started doing somatic therapy this was a year ago so like November 2020 and then yeah I've started that just like completely shifted my default and how I observe the world and how I feel and how much stress I can take in my life without (laughs) flipping out or overthinking or going off the deep end, right? And I've started doing hormonal healing in the last couple months. And this has been huge as well. These two things coupled together have really been a big root for my me being able to grow more sustainably with more ease and the reason I'm so for healing and so for ease in my business you'll hear me talk about that in my content and my clients know that I'm all about making it work in a way that feels really really good 
is because it used to not feel sustainable or useful. I used to be in constant state of overwhelm and actually going into this hormonal healing process, I've taken some tests and things that have shown me that I've actually gone into adrenal failure and my healer suggests that I probably went into adrenal failure when I was a child, right? Because of how much stress and chaos I was around in my home life. And then when I, through grad school, right? And how just how much pressure I had on myself and how overworked I was. And then moving straight from grad school into a job where I was an engineer, balancing that with moving into starting a full-time business and then quitting my job basically cold turkey so that I could move home and take care of my dad after he had gotten sick and that really being the start of my business journey as well and really starting my business under a lot of pressure and feeling a lot of intensity I moved into stage two or stage three and so I am feeling you know, I, I really just discovered that in the last couple of weeks and got that as a quote unquote diagnosis, right? But like, I, I've received diagnoses before, like I've been told, you know, that I'm, de- I have depression and anxiety and all of these things. Those were, were things I was diagnosed with when I was 15 or 16. And I know how fast that they can change if you go to the root, right? So I'm not like, it was a it was a bit of a like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And seeing where my numbers were with the hormones that are regulating, you know, things like the cortisol in my body and my sex hormones for my menstrual cycle and everything. I was like, okay, this makes sense. But at the same time, I just know how fast they can shift. I definitely do not consider myself to have depression or anxiety anymore, um, even though I was told that that was something I was going to have to deal with the rest of my life. And really, you know, it's just been such a beautiful journey and I'm so thankful and it has supported my business tremendously. At first, when I really started going into these deep roots in the last couple of years, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what is this going to mean for me as a leader and as a business owner? But what I've seen is that I've just been attracting in the most beautiful souls who are on this journey, you know, on their own as well. And it's just become an open space where we can be leaders, entrepreneurs, fucking badasses who are also doing really, really deep healing work with our nervous systems, with our hormones. And I feel so blessed to be able to hold these spaces and have begun to integrate a more trauma-informed approach into my work. I've actually felt called to recreate all of my containers. So it started with, I released the Capacity Masterclass. And then from there, I'm moving into recreating my best-selling course is called Worthy and Wealthy. I've had, you know, like 170 people go through it and I'm recreating it. And it's transitioning into just being called Wealthy. It's going to it's well, it's officially open. I've had already 11 people join, but it doesn't actually officially, officially go into launch for a few more weeks. But if you want to get in, you can send me a message on Instagram and I'm adding things to the learning portal and everything. But I'm recreating my business from the ground up so that I can take people into these steps with the nervous system, with the body, with healing work, being 
the central point of my work with business, my work with money, my work with leaders, my work with everything that, that, you know, I'm being called to bring into this space of my business. So it's been actually absolutely just astonishing to me what has been able to open up in my life and how I see differently. I feel differently. I respond differently and in my business and also in my, you know, my partnership with my family in so many ways, it has completely transformed me and I'm so thankful. Okay, time for the next topic. So this is one that I wish I knew about my whole life. And this is something that people talk about a lot. And I, I think it's for good reason. You know, I think we're really evolving when it comes to incorporating and integrating this topic into our lives, especially if you are a woman, if you are someone who has been marginalized or someone who has been oppressed or someone who has not been, uh, you know, accepted in some way, like if you're trans or gay, lesbian, uh, black, indigenous, And that is really boundaries. And boundaries go hand in hand with the healing because if you have been traumatized in some way, you might not recognize that you have as much choice as you actually do. And so what boundaries means to me is a flexing of my ability to choose. And when I say boundaries, I'm not just meaning with other people. I'm also meaning with myself. (laughs) Boundaries with myself. Because like when I first started my business, I was working so much. I mean, that's what I was used to and my nervous system was really activated. So I didn't really feel safe if I wasn't being active or working in some way. It was really hard for me to deprogram my workaholic tendencies. So I had to start setting clear boundaries with myself around, okay, this is when I, you know, I'm going to take time off on the weekends and I'm going to take time off in the evenings. And I really had to let myself land in that. And now it's a little more flexible. Like I kind of let myself, you know, if I want to work a little on the weekends, I do, or if I want to take time off, but I can really feel myself more and I can feel what will be beneficial to me. But when you're not really clear yet on what is supportive to you, you kind of have to play with having these parameters where you're taking less off your plate, where you're giving yourself more space to be in practice or in rest. And you do that by both setting boundaries with yourself, setting boundaries with your you know, family, with your partner, with your clients, with your boss, whoever. And, and it really comes from a place too of you know, I think so often we can feel like assholes when we're setting boundaries. And I, one practice I do is I, I just let myself notice it, right? Like I set more and more boundaries with clients. So I have more clients, right? Like I, I have multiple one-on-one clients. I'm running two masterminds right now. So one's a six month long mastermind where I talk to them daily on Voxer besides weekends and then have calls with them every other week. 
and then a six-week mastermind same thing with Voxer and then I talk to them we have a call every week for six weeks and I you know and then on top of that people who come into my master classes or my courses and I have to be really clear about you know for me setting boundaries well like I'm gonna not answer this till tomorrow because it's late and I'm going to go to sleep or you know I am going to take the weekend off and you can ask questions but I won't get back to them until Monday and also setting boundaries around you know like if people are having difficulty navigating me giving them a little bit of tough love to like pop them back into their power and being able to to express and share in a way that is really holding them like boundaries are the the structure for the container for their growth right it's almost like I've I've given this analogy before but it's like if you're in flow with them and it's like you're flowing into them almost like a waterfall and the container itself is like the the water going through the you know the contain the 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 river is almost like the energy that is moving when someone's in a container with you there's so much going on both internally with them and the dynamic of the container in what they're taking and learning and bringing into their own lives and more can happen there can be more support when there's a stronger structure so more clarity around okay here's how this container works here's how you reach me here's how I support you and that's going to be like the riverbed walls you know when you see water moving the fastest right like if it's dropping from a waterfall for instance that's moving faster than it does in like a river or things like that it those have the strongest walls, right? The clearest boundaries. And and if you see a river that doesn't really have that strong of like a rock container to hold it, it's usually going to be moving kind of slowly or it's like a pond or something like that. And so we just have to see boundaries as a way to keep the energy moving. And they're really powerful to play with. And anytime I start to feel drained or start to feel any sort of thing besides like a powerful clarity, I know it's time to check in and say, okay, do I need to clear up the energy somewhere? Do I need to have a conversation? Do I need to get help in some way? Which leads into the next one as well. And that really is asking for and receiving support in my life has been huge so this starts with an investment mindset an investment way of living and that doesn't mean just going out there and hiring a bunch of coaches and taking a bunch of courses it starts more deeply than that it starts with seeing every bit of time money energy words actions that you put out into the world as an investment that is going to bring a karmic return so it really when you start thinking of it that way, it really makes it so that what you're doing is way more intentional and you're seeing the, you're thinking ahead to the result of what this action is, is going to create that you are about to do or that you're considering, right? So, so often, you know, when people start investing and say, we're going to take the example of investing in a coach, right? you you kind of don't think ahead too much right it's we're so 
caught up in thinking of what's initially going to happen, which might be things like, okay, your bank account will go down, right? And it might take, when you first start investing, it might take more time to see your return. But once you really start understanding the energetics of an investment, the return will come more and more quickly. For instance, I have been investing and not, again, not just money, but like really thinking about, okay, the food that I'm choosing, the people that I'm choosing to be around, the actions and the words that I'm saying. But this is just a more tangible showcase of this is I invested, you know, 33, no, it was $35,000 in full in a mentor recently. This was for a three-month container. And I made that back within a couple of days. Like I literally didn't even see my bank account change <laughs> is how quickly you can start to see the karmic returns when it, you get really clear on what kind of investments work for you and which ones don't. And you have to do that by taking risks, right? Like I have made plenty <laughs> of investments in my life where I didn't see a the kind of return that I thought I did, thought I was going to, right? Like spending money and you're going to make money from it. And so often those experiences can be lessons where we learn, okay, so this this kind of container isn't for me or this kind of food isn't for me or this kind of location or person isn't for me. And that's okay. And it's not saying it's bad, But it's just saying, okay, I have more clarity now around what I actually do want to put my time, money, energy into. And it just really speeds up your whole experience of living where when you're super intentional about how you're spending your time, money, energy, it it speeds up that vision, right? Because that's the fuel that's going into the vision. That's what's going to help support it is by having people there who have been there, having food that can support your body, having healers that can support your your body as well, <laughs> having you know words that support the vision, having people around you that support it, um, being in in places where the environment feels supportive to it, and it it really just changes everything, right? Okay, one more topic to go into. And this topic is actually a question that I ask myself. And this was really inspired by my spiritual path. And again, these are all concepts to play with, to help you feel really good in your life and in your business, to help you have a clear vision, clear you know, direction, clear power to make moves toward it and be in a really good flow with ease, with openness, with a lot of love circulating around. So this is a question that I started playing with actually, you know, pretty young, relatively. (laughs) And I, I remember when I first started sharing things online, I just had this, like, this, this, and a lot of people have this, this topic come to them, right? or this question, this concept. And it was really just about choosing love over fear, which of course, it's not quite as simple as that. It's not like just choose love because sometimes like if your nervous system's activated, I went into all of this in capacity as well. So if you want to understand the the science behind the nervous system, if you want to understand how tangibly your body 
this experience of energetics relates to your external reality, (laughs) then I highly suggest getting to this class. I had incredible, incredible testimonials and reviews, which you can find on the sales page for the masterclass. It's $144 for a almost three-hour class plus a recorded breathwork practice for you to, to do. So that link is down below. But yeah, the Basically, what I'm saying is that choosing love over fear, which is a beautiful concept, but there's a lot else that goes into it besides just the mind and just making that choice. But now that I've done more nervous system work and more healing, I have a whole other concept of it. And one thing that's helped me as well is being on my Buddhist path and learning from these incredible teachers who really exemplify you know, moving from love and moving from a place of true internal freedom. And so every day, one thing I ask myself that really has just totally expanded my life is what would feel like freedom today? What would feel good? What would feel like love, right? And so you can classify freedom however you want. But for me, it's kind of those things. It feels like love. It feels good. It feels like relief. It feels like openness. And if I'm ever feeling unsure, if I'm noticing myself starting to move from pressure or from, you know, thinking I should do something, I pause and I come back to this question that's just like, what would feel really good? And it's really trained myself to show myself to transition my default to a knowingness that I can choose love. I can choose goodness. I don't have to move from pressure or burnout or exhaustion or resentment or people pleasing or anything like that to have a really incredible life. And it's just deep reprogrammed my entire existence where I can really move from a place of powerful intention for creating freedom in my life and for the lives of others. So I would play with that question, especially if you're feeling any bit of confusion and just start small, right? I do this with small things too. Like for instance, I just recently here in upstate New York, I was feeling conflicted on whether or not I wanted to go to a local cafe that has like delicious croissants and like decaf lattes and stuff. And I was sitting there after my morning practice thinking about it and was like, should I stay here and work or should I go there and get a croissant and spend some time? And I was just like, okay, what, what if I had unlimited choice and there were no repercussions, like what would feel good? What would feel like freedom? And it was like, yes, go get a croissant. And I was like, okay. And I go there and I actually met like a a super famous author who two days before Ryan and I, my partner and I saw that she was following, we had been to this cafe and he was like, let's look at the Instagram. And I follow this woman and she had followed the cafe and he was like hmm, I wonder if she ever comes here and I was like hmm, that'd be so cool to meet her here and I literally met her two days later all because I had an urge to go get a freaking croissant <laughs> so yeah so it's little things like that as well as big things like I'm gonna quit my freaking job and become an entrepreneur or whatever you know and it's really just creating this compounded layered life of of you know, really flexing that choice and flexing that freedom. 
So those are all of the things I wanted to cover. If you love this episode, please, please, please share it up on your Instagram story or send the link to a friend. That would mean so much to me, your shares and you spreading the message and your words of affirmation (laughs) about the show mean everything to me. It keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me feeling inspired. I love creating this show for you all and for myself as well. So Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can check out Capacity down below the link to the replay. And I'm sending you all so much love. Have an awesome day.